Welcome to One More Chapter, a Which Was Better podcast bi-weekly book chat featuring me, Lisa, and Dory. Every other week, we are going to chat about what we read, what we are reading, and what we're excited to read, with a few other bits thrown in here and there. Will there be opinions? Yep. Will there be levels of spiciness involved? Yes. Will there be drinking? Duh. So, (laughs) here we are. Dory. Hi. Hi. How are you? Cheers, as both of Cheers. us take a sip. <laughs> I know. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a gin and tonic. I mean, what are you drinking? You're drinking fancy stuff. I've just got like the cheapest bottle of Moscato that Stop and Shop had on their show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. It is Moscato uh, some, weather, let me tell you. I put it in this Yeti cup so it stays cool. That's so smart. I need one of those insulated wine glasses. Have you seen those? The like Yeti wine glasses? Yes. Yeah, so I do that. I mean, I'm too cheap to buy new ones. So I just use the low ball and I just keep <laughs> it in here and I just fill it up. And I'm like, okay, I have, I mean, I think it's actually the equivalent of two glasses, but I just say one because it's one cup. So I just have a glass of wine. <laughs> well, then we're, we're twins because this is definitely two gin and tonics and a giant glass. <laughs> We deserve it. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at after this week. It's been a rough week and it's only Wednesday. And the only thing keeping me afloat is romance. That's it. Listen, I mean, and for the listeners, we were going to record this on Thursday, the 24th, but we couldn't (laughs) because tomorrow, I mean, I know this comes out on Friday, so it'll be a day late, but tomorrow, the 24th is not only, um, the Hallmark Publishing Book Club on Twitter, which they're going to talk about Terry Wilson's Once Upon a Royal Summer. Woohoo! But late, that's at like five, six o'clock EST, whatever. Um, but after that, uh, Love's Sweet Arrow, the romance bookstore, is having a virtual neon gods chat. And we couldn't say no to that because we were like, we have to reschedule. We have to be there for it. Yeah. We have to be on the line for the Neon Gods. I mean, because we both read it this week. And so we needed to be on the line for that digital chat. Katie Robert, we bow down. I mean, I have a confession. So you did read it because when we get there, I have a confession about it. Okay. Because I have to talk about that. But I have a confession for that once we get to it. Okay. So so excited. um, I love a confession. And you're probably going to be like, Lisa, what is wrong with you? But look, there's no wrong. There's no wrong answer when it comes to reading. Okay. So how about a little book news? Because I have some book news happening in the world. Would you like to dying to know the book news? What's going on in Romance Landia? So I saw on Twitter that coming February 22nd of 2022, is an anthology called Black Love Matters, Real Talk on Romance, Being Seen, and Happy Ever Afters. And it's an incisive, intersectional essay anthology that celebrates and examines romance and romantic media through the lens of Black readers, writers, and cultural commentators, edited by Book Riot columnist and librarian Jessica Pride. (gasps) Ah! Need it in my life. 
I mean, so the pre-order link is up on Amazon. Of course, we'll link it on the website on, on whichwasbetter.com. But it is going to have essays by Carol V. Bell, Sarah Hannah Gomez, Jasmine Guillory, Deshaun Harris, or Deshaun Harrison, Margot Hendricks, Adriana Herrera, Piper Hugley, um, Kosoko. I want to say that correctly, and now I feel bad. Um, if somebody, if I said that incorrectly, please let me know. Kasoko Jackson, Nicole M. Jackson, Beverly Jenkins, Christina C. Jones, Julie Moody Freeman, and Allie Parker. They're all going to have essays in it, and I am pumped. So there's a little I bit could of bookish cry. news for This sounds <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. And you mentioned Julie Moody Freeman on the list of essayists for this mm-hmm. book. And I discovered her podcast this week. Have you heard her podcast before? I have not. Tell me more. Lisa, she has a Black Romance podcast where she talks to different Black Romance authors. And it's very much like an oral history of Black Romance. She talks to all these authors about, yep, write it down. I'm getting my pen out. Like, I legit have a pen out. (laughs) And she's just, I mean... And she's going through the heavy hitter. She talked to Miss Bev. Like, she is all over it. I was thrilled to find this podcast. She talks talks to them about everything. Their history in publishing, how they got started in writing, what their careers have been like, what's it, what it's been like to see publishing evolve over their careers. It's, it's a great podcast. Pumped. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have to look. Do you know the name of it? Or I can look it up. I, the, it. I think I have, it's just called Black Romance. Oh, yeah. I'm writing it down, y'all. If y'all are listening and y'all get to this point, take two seconds, write it down. I'm giving y'all a pause like teachers. Um, that sounds awesome. I'm totally going to send that to my list. Black Romance Podcast. Um, and she Got just it. posted an episode Tuesday talking to Katrina Jackson. She's <sighs> talked to Kennedy Ryan. She's <sighs> talked to... Um, like I said, Miss Bev, she's talked to Reese Ryan, Laquette, who I'm going to talk about in this episode. Like, good um, stuff. Yeah, good, I'm good about stuff. to talk about a lot of those ladies here in this episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that is coming out February. It's up for pre-order. I know the Kindle price is $12.99. I don't know the... Um, I didn't, I didn't write down the printed price. I'm sorry, y'all. But I did see it on Amazon for pre-order. So if y'all are interested in that, check it out. Okay, so in other book news, Harlequin Romance has announced, well, I saw it on Rowan Paris's Twitter thread. It says, I'm incredibly honored to be publishing Harlequin Books' first ever gay romance novel in a series line. Lights on Knock Bridge Lane now has a cover and you can pre-order it because books one and two were sold through Karina Press and book three has been picked up by Harlequin. And um, yeah, there's... The cover looks honestly like a Hallmark movie with the reds and the greens. Mm -hmm. And it's these two, you know, it's these two guys that are holding hands and then looking very, very much into each other with snow. And so I saw that and here's where I'm going to, I'm okay. I'm probably going to screw this up. I'm probably going to say something that's terribly, terribly wrong. So if I do say something wrong or you have an opinion on what I'm about to say, Email me at which was better podcast at gmail.com because <laughs> I will take full responsibility <laughs> for it because I know I'm we're, gonna fuck we're, it up. <laughs> we're taking feedback for this part. Yeah. Yes, we are t- very much taking feedback. That's a really good way to put it. So when I saw the news, I'm not going to lie, 
I was very excited because, hey, I'm I'm very much here for representation. Um, representation matters. Seeing yourself, you know, in love stories, it matters. Seeing yourself just in joyful situations is it matters. And so I was very excited. And here's where I say I'm not familiar with Roan Parish. I did not know this author. So when I saw it, I thought, oh, well, let me look and see what else they have to offer. And that's when I'm going to go ahead and say a little bit of my excitement kind of dwindled. I, it's not that I'm not excited for a male-male romance at all. I'm very much here for it. I do read in that genre, not as much as I used to, which I'll get to in just a minute. Um, but I do read that genre. And I saw um, Roan Parrish and... On her Twitter feed, she identifies as she and her and queer AF. So I'm going to go ahead and say that from this, that this author is a queer woman who, in this case, has written a male-male romance. Fine. This is where I'm probably going to fuck up what I'm saying. It's not my job to investigate anyone's gender or investigate anyone's... um sexual orientation, anything about them. It's not, that's not what I'm here for. But when I saw that it was a queer woman, my first thought was, oh, uh -huh. so this book didn't go to a queer man. Uh -huh. This first, you know, glass ceiling breaking did not go to a man. It went to a queer woman. And I'm not going to lie, a little bit of my excitement dwindled because I felt bad and I just felt like maybe that's, but, you know, being a cishet white woman, maybe I shouldn't even be saying this. So that's why I didn't say anything. I'm just like, okay, that's not my space to, to talk about it. But then I did see that Jack Harbin, who's a queer author who, um, I did, I have read one of his books, um, Meet Cute Club, which is really cute. By the way, it's really cute. Um, he had a Twitter thread back in October, which he retweeted, um, and I've seen it in my timeline a couple of times. And it's it's a pretty decent Twitter thread. It's like five or six tweets. But the one that stuck out the most was, this is a nuanced conversation and we can't neglect the point that there's a reason they're launching an MM before an FF. But at the end of the day, the historic title of the first MM couple on the largest romance publisher shelf will not go to a queer man. And when I say that I felt the frustration and the hurt that was in that tweet mm -hmm. I just so I just I'm not even sure I want to just like do a hash out like debate on it or anything like that because I don't feel like that's my place I just wanted to bring up the news because it's big news mm -hmm. but there's that little that little part of it that I felt like I wanted to bring up what do you yeah. think I think for situation like situations like these, we have to hold two truths, multiple truths at the same time, right? This is a big freaking deal. Yes. Um, and it's exciting. And people are going to be excited about it, right? Like, especially in our corner of Twitter, that was like freaking catnip for us. It is <laughs> a, you know, it's a... Gay couple on the cover of a Christmassy scene in a romance novel. Like that's, that's what we've been waiting for. 
that said, um, I think we need to be mindful of queer authors who take issue with this, with a woman being given this tremendous opportunity over them. I think that's a fair, <laughs> you know, that's a fair yeah. concern. And I think we need to be listening to gay male writers who write male, male romance on this topic. Yeah. I'm, you know, many of them have been pushing and slaving away and trying to become better known and getting their books read and getting published. Like it is not easy to do. So I can imagine how frustrating that was to see that news. And listen, I'm going to read the book. Yeah. I hope that it's wonderful. I hope that it's successful and I hope that people enjoy it. And I hope that with its, hopefully with its success, we see the rise of more queer authors who, you know, queer men who are writing male, male romance. I hope we see more of those books the same way that I hope we see more queer women writing lesbian couples. You know, I... That is my hope. Um, but I'm with you. Like, as a cishet woman, it's like, is this even my conversation to have? Is this even my place to speak? Right. I don't know. I just know that I want us all to be mindful of the multiple conversations going on around this historic moment. So, yes, there's the excitement. Yes, there's the joy and the anticipation, and I think that's wonderful. But there are also people who are hurt by this decision, and we can't erase them and pretend that their feelings don't matter. I think that's very well said, and Zero agrees with you. <laughs> Zero's like, you he tell agrees. him. <laughs> he agrees. Um, I agree with you because... Like, you know, Mr. Harbon here on, on Twitter says it's a very nuanced conversation. And, you know, again, I, I feel like you like this is not probably my place to talk about this. But since this is a bookish podcast and it's huge news, I wanted to talk about it. But I can't talk about that one part of it without acknowledging that there's another part of the community mm -hmm. that has a very different opinion about it. And so mm -hmm. I'm not so much debating which one is right or wrong. It's just, hey, these two things are happening at once. And it, part of it can't be ignored. Like, you have to see all sides of it. And it just, it would be like anything else, you know. So in lighter news... <laughs> <laughs> in lighter I mean, we're news. drinking and I, we're drinking and I brought the party down. What can I say? Um, let's move on to get to know our shelves. <laughs> Our favorite segment of the podcast. And I'm so excited because it's your turn to ask me a question. And I have no idea what question this is. So I have I have mm -hmm. nothing prepared. So y'all, the listeners are going to hear at the same time I will. That's right. So what I want to know is, do you have a favorite hero from a romance 
Now, this can be your all-time favorite book boyfriend, or this can be someone that you are loving right now. This could be, you know, someone who you imprinted on early. I want to hear who who's your fave. This is intense because, of course, the first thing I think of, <laughs> the first thing I think of is what I've read lately. So, of course, when mm-hmm. you said that, I shouted out Alejandro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, office hours. What? Okay. <laughs> so hot. He cooks. I mean, but here's the thing. But he's and we're going to get to that because he's one of my. He's one of the people I'm going to talk about um, here in a little bit. He's very much a cinnamon roll hero. But for the most part, I gravitate towards super like reserved, stoic, grumpy dudes. Like you give me. I do. Give me a grumpy, hard to reach, don't bother me, who ends up just like softening just for this, you know, one woman or person. And it's the best. I mean, inject it into my veins. It's the absolute best. So now I'm trying to think of. Now I'm trying to think of my favorite of all the grumps because there's been some good ones. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I do gonna- love? Okay. I'm sorry. Let me say this. I read a few years ago the. Um, what is it? The Dream Fever, se- the Fever series, the Kara Marie Moaning series. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what's his name? Um, Jay. Oh God, of course. Now it's been forever. And JBZ, that guy who's not even human. Oh yes, who's <laughs> not even human. And um, I love that for you. I mean, <laughs> listen. I will reread, especially book four. Chapter four. (laughs) You know it's good when she's got the chapter down. (laughs) It's a shirt. (laughs) Like it's out there. If you search out book four, chapter four, people know what you're talking about. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've read all of those. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I've read like the first five or six and then I kind of stopped. Um Barons, that's right. That's his name. God, I can't believe I forget about that. I mean, it's been a while, but he he was a good one for a long time. And I'm sure more will come to me. So do you have any prepared? I want to hear yours. And then maybe I'll... Oh, no. I didn't know you were going to ask mine. <gasps> you have to know it, too. Um... <laughs> Man, it's hard all time. All time is very hard, especially because we read a lot of romance. Yes. Um, so I'm going to give you this year's. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay, I can do that. Yes. I'm going to give one. you 2021s. Okay. Um, so at the beginning of the year, as you know, I had a real Kennedy Ryan mm-hmm. free fall. And... <laughs> <laughs> I read Queen Move and I've never been the same. I read and I went on to read like all of her books. And in her um Hoops series. Have you read the Hoops series by I haven't. Ryan? No. Oh, oh dear. Um it's delicious. And in the second book, Black Shot, 
the hero, Jared, is... I'm obsessed with him. He is... um like super alpha (laughs) super alpha where you like the grumps i like the cocky arrogant jerk okay who is only you know is is a complete um worships the heroine you know, like everyone else, he just runs over like a freight train. But this heroine, he is just obsessed with, bows down to. That's my favorite kind of hero. And that's Jared. He is like a hotshot sports agent. He is rich. He is hot. And he is cocky. And he is desperately in love with the heroine and will do anything to get her. And never gives up on her, never gives up on her, never gives up on them. Oh, he is. He's he's everything to me. So he's my he's my 2021 pick. I have a real real thing for Jared. Okay, so if we're going to go 2021, then I think I'm going to pick. um, You're going to laugh at me when I say this, but I do. (laughs) I like a. I like a. I like a grump stoic standoff man standoffish man um who learns to love um so i'm gonna go ahead and pick um jack jack sheridan from the virgin river book oh lisa that's such a good one listen in the book i have basically i in my mind as i'm reading the book i put martin henderson in it Mm -hmm. so Martin Henderson, the face with mm-hmm. this character. Mm-hmm. Done. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> Forget yes. it. Yes. So I picked Jack Sheridan for 2021. Although it's only June, that might change. So, Jack, you got some competition. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean, listen, the boyfriend, the book boyfriends change mm-hmm. with the tides. So, yeah, they do. But for 2021, man, I was dying to know. And Jack is such a good one. He's just such a good guy. I need you to read the first book. And it looks like I, okay, so here's where I say this. I'm going to tell you this. So there's a used bookstore about 40 minutes from my house. I mean, when I say bookstore, I mean, it's got seven locations because they get so much volume that they have to have physical like they have seven different locations within this one network. So there's the, it's called the book barn. So there's the large outdoor market one where all of the books come in. And then depending on what they are, if they don't sell there, they get pushed out to the other um, branches, so to speak. So, and they're all called chapters. So my favorite is chapter three, because that's where they house all the romance and Ooh. the mystery and thrillers and cozy mysteries, paranormal oh my romance. Gosh. Perfect yes, for you. And it's, Yes. So I go in and all the paperbacks are a dollar, a dollar. So I go in, I do my walk around the romance, see if there's anything that I need, if anybody, because all it's all used. So you never know what's going to be there. And I walk around there and then I go to mysteries and by the mysteries is paranormal romance. And I look and see if there's any Cressley Coles because I want to start that series, the Immortal After Dark series, but I want to find them. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, as soon as I get some under my, you know, so I go in there. So we went on Sunday for Father's Day 
And I went into the romance section and there's always Robin Carr because she has a million books. Mm-hmm. But it's always just like a random smattering of, you know, here and there. The entire Virgin River series was there. <sighs> like save like one book. The entire run. Somebody, I guess, just offloaded the whole thing. So I got them all. <laughs> As you should. I got them all and I brought them all home. I dusted them all off and I was looking at them and apparently they're all the books are different people in the town of Virgin River. It's not like, it's not like, you know, Jack and, um, well, what, what is her name? Mel. Mel. I kept thinking Mac because I was thinking of freaking fever series, Mac and Barons. Sorry. Um, Mel, like it's not them. It's like their book one and then book Mm -hmm. two is preacher. And then book three is basically all these military guys get their own stories. And I did read, like I read the backs of all of them and eventually like Jack comes back and I'm sure they pop up here and there, but the focus on the story. So the first one is about Jack and Mel. And if you took out all the other parts of it that where they do all the other characters wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like Charmaine. I mean, and I'm not, and I don't want to say anything, but I'm telling you, Netflix does Charmaine wrong, man. So, um, but yeah, Jack Sheridan. That's an amazing haul to get an entire series is such a coup, you know, like that is yeah. such a great day when you get an entire series that you've been wanting to read. It's like. A treasure. For a dollar each. For a dollar each. And I put them up to the counter because I, I put them in a reusable shopping bag. So that way, because otherwise my arms were full and I was still, I bought other books. I think I ended, I ended up leaving with like 29 books. <laughs> I know. But I put them up on the counter and the woman was like, I was like, just trying to make conversation. I was like, yep, I cleaned you out of Robin Cars. Nothing. <laughs> she didn't give you she any was, response? No, she was like, next. <laughs> Like okay, never She's mind. Like, okay, do you have like, cash? I don't care what you. Yeah, I don't care what you read, lady. Just move it along. It's so sad. You wanted to share that moment with somebody because it's so I exciting. I was, I was excited. I was like, look at all these, and she was just like, "Do you want a bookmark or no?" <laughs> Side note: Always get a bookmark if they're offering. Always get a bookmark. Oh yeah, so. That little side story, just to say, I bought a bunch of books and I got all the Virgin Rivers. And yes, Jack Sheridan is my so far my 2021 book boyfriend. So there you go. I love it. That was a good question. That was a good question. Inquiring minds want to know. You gave a great answer. Hmm. So now I'm going to ask you, since we last chatted, what have you read? Oh, my goodness. Let me pull up my notes. I don't want to miss a thing. I love, um, I love that you have notes. I sure do. So I read, I'm going to start with a book called Jackson by Laquette. Yes. Now, I had never read a Laquette book before, but she has a fan for life in me. I loved this oh book. God. It's about this woman. She lived in New York for years. She was an attorney in New York for years. She returns to the Texas ranch that her family has owned for generations. Mm -hmm. And this ranch 
is um, she's employing women who had trouble, like were previously felons, had trouble with the law, had a rough start in life. She's giving them a ch- um, a second chance on this ranch. It's called Restoration Ranch. And she's trying to like, you know, make this, this is her life's work is to help these women. But some, some shit's going down at the ranch there. Her barn goes up in flames. There's scaffolding that falls and almost falls on her. Cause they're doing all these repairs. It almost falls on her and kills her. Someone's out to get our main character. Her name's Asia. Someone's out to get her. So her uncle is a judge in town and he calls in a favor to who? The Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. And he says, <laughs> he says, can you figure out who's trying to harm my niece and what's going on? So she meets with um, one of the Rangers, Jackson, who is tall, dark and sexy. They have chemistry immediately. And he wants to investigate who is doing this to her. But in order to get like a robust investigation, he has to investigate these women who she has hired to work on the ranch because they have criminal pasts. And she is not feeling that. It's just like, this is their second chance. I need these women to trust me. I want to trust them. I want to respect their privacy. Like, how's it going to work? How are you going to investigate them? So Jackson and two of the other rangers move onto the ranch and they say that he is the new foreman and that the other two (laughs) rangers are ranch hands. And so they can get to know the other people on the ranch and kind of do the investigation that way instead of hauling people in to the police station and questioning them. So... The entire story is about Aja and Jackson falling in love, of course. But also, Mm -hmm. there's a really great story. A really great piece of the plot is about who's doing this to Aja. What from her past is um, haunting her? And how do they, how can they um, get her and her ranch safe? How can they make it safe for her to start this program and start this new phase of her life where she wants to give back instead of just, you know, making money as a lawyer and living a more like highfalutin, you know, carefree life. She wants to do something more meaningful. When I tell you Jackson is so hot. (laughs) I can't handle it. I need everyone to go look at the cover. Like from the cover alone, I was swooning. Zero was swooning as well. He is, ooh, I'm sweating just talking about him. And he, <laughs> he, she is a curvy heroine. So if you want a curvy heroine, this is your girl. She is confident as hell, proud of what she's done with her life. Um, gorgeous inside and out it's a great story so check out jackson by laquette laquette 
girl, I am so sorry I have been sleeping on you, but I will not make that mistake again. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up now. I'm like, let me go ahead and see this cover while you're talking about it. Please called- look at the Jackson cover. Oh, yes, oh, girl. My goodness. <laughs> yes, you are girl. Not lying. <laughs> Y'all. Yes, girl. Okay. Yes. So thumbs up um, on Jackson. I loved it. Everyone check it out. And I do think it's going to be a series. And the other Rangers who are doing this investigation on the ranch with Jackson, they get their own books, which is great because I love them in this story. Um, oh, my gosh. Next, I read a book called Delicious Temptation by Sabrina Soul. Who I have followed on Twitter for an age. Yeah. And she has followed us on Twitter for an age. And the fact that I had never read one of her books is honestly shameful. Like, I'm here to apologize to her, first of all. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm so sorry. But I want to say it was over Memorial Day. Three of her books in this series went on sale for 99 cents each. There was no way I was passing that up. So I bought them all. And the thing I did with Delicious Temptation was I started it and I did I did the one more chapter thing. I laid down in bed and I was like, I'm just going to start this book and see what it's talking about. Mm hmm. And next thing I know, it's three in the morning and I'm three quarters of the way through the book. And I was like, well, damn, Mm -hmm. one more one more chapter. I did one more chapter for hours. I loved this book so much. This was like a straight shot of romance. Like it's not um, super long. Like I finished it really quickly. It just was such an easy read. It was beautifully written. I loved the characters. I mean, I cannot wait to read the next two books in the series. I'm so glad that I bought all three because I'm obsessed. It's about a family. They own a bakery in East Los Angeles and their daughter has used to, she used to work in Chicago. She had a career um, where she was a baker. Then of course, as it happens in Romance Landia, something went wrong at the, at um, the parents' bakery. She had to come home from Chicago where she had a whole life there. She had to come home to help them save the bakery and that is her mission and her task during this story. The bakery's not making money. She's trying to figure out how to get it more um, popular and making more money. And of course, she's meeting a lot of resistance with her parents, of course, because they're very old school. At the same time, her brother's best friend from high school with a troubled past comes back to town. And uh, let's just say they hit it off. But there is a lot of tension because he, Eric is his name. He was nothing but trouble for their entire childhood and into their teen years. And so um, Amara, I believe that's her name. Her brother wants, her brother is like, listen, (laughs) I know Eric is back in town and I know you used to have a crush on him. You are to stay away from him. He is nothing but trouble. 
you do not need to be anywhere near him. Like, I don't want to hear about y'all doing anything. I see the looks y'all are exchanging. I don't want to see none of this. And um, obviously that does not work. And they try so hard to stay apart and it just doesn't work. Man, I love a good forbidden love. It is so good. I love this, love this, love this. It was so sweet. I don't want to give too much away. Um, but man, Sabrina, my apologies that it took me this long. I'm disgusted with myself. I'm obsessed with this series. I can't wait to see where it goes. Eric. Ooh, I love a bad boy. Eric is like a great bad boy reformed, like so great. Um, so yes, I would (laughs) highly recommend delicious temptation. And then the last book I read this week was dun, 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 Neon Gods. Okay. Shall we talk about it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do it. What were your thoughts? I want to hear. Okay. So here's why I have to tell you something. When I start reading a book that legit consumes me, mm-hmm. like it literally takes over my life, I have to... Like I was like, okay, I I, I got the audiobook. And mm-hmm. I wanna say that the woman who reads Persephone, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with her voice. She's mm-hmm. got this She's lovely great. English accent and I'm obsessed with her voice. The gentleman who reads um Hades mm-hmm. took me a minute to get into his voice. It was very mm-hmm. theatrical at the beginning, and I feel like over time, it laid off a little bit of the like theatrical drama of it. And I wondered if it was either me getting used to it or an intentional choice of the um, voice actor to take it from very like structured, very rigid type of talking to a more relaxed as he relaxed into this relationship. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I didn't know, but I had to stop. It was literally consuming my life and I've got four chapters left <laughs> and I had, I had to slow down you because when something, take a break. I did because I could feel myself getting into that obsessive mode. And when it mm-hmm. happens with books or TV, like Virgin River, I have to stop and I have to give some space. So I've got four chapters left. So don't tell me, I mean, it's Hades and Persephone. So, but I don't know how much at fault you know it's a modern retelling for those that don't know neon gods is a modern retelling of the hades and persephone story um and it's it's man if you listen to the audiobook and you have people around you put headphones on mm-hmm. it and is hot hot hot, <laughs> hot and that's the thing is, is i've hot. read i've read steamier books than this one but mm-hmm. there was just something about these two together in this storyline that was just seriously consumed me. Like I was like up with my AirPods in like at night, like just, just every, and I was like, and I can't, and I tried to listen to it at work and I was like, what are you doing? You can't listen to this at work. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had to stop. I, I, so I've got four chapters left cause I wanted to pace myself. But also I could feel myself getting consumed, consumed and I also didn't want it to end. Because I, I could feel it. And, and I was like, okay, I have to stop. So I'm not completely done with it yet because I had to pace myself. 
I what was did you really I was really sad when it ended. Um, I love the world that Katie Robert has created. I think it is so cool and interesting and different than any other um, Hades Persephone retelling I've ever read. I'm very interested to hear more, like to get more stories from this world. It's such a great read. I will say I loved the end. Like, I know you have four chapters left. You are in for a treat. I really, really enjoyed and appreciated how she wrapped up the story. Okay. Um, And when you're all done, we do need to have a conversation about one of the characters because it is rare that I feel surprised, like genuine surprise in a book. You know, a lot of times you can feel or see where something is going. You just don't know how. There was one character in this book that surprised me and I was kind of like, I did not, I did not expect this from this person. So I'm interested to have that conversation with you when you're done. I'm sure I'll be texting you. It'll be one in the morning, my time, and it'll be. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It'll still be. And I'll be, (laughs) and I'll be texting you right back. Um, But Katie Robert, like Katie Robert is a great writer. She writes a hot book. Um, this is so good. Like, this is just a good summer read. I'm yeah. so excited that it's in the world. Because I just remember seeing the cover for months, and it's just that throne, you know? And I'm like, what's the significance of this throne? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. There's plenty of significance. <laughs> yeah, and then you find <laughs> out. You're like, yep. Okay. Yep. All right. It's so good. And you get to meet all these other great side characters. Like I texted Lisa when I was in the middle of the book and I was like, does Hermes get a book? Hermes better get a book. She's amazing. <laughs> right. And I know there's another book coming out, but I don't know anything like we don't anything know about it. Yeah. There are so many characters. It should, it could be like we meet Persephone's sisters in this book. Hades has a whole crew of people around him, both who work for him and who are his friends. There's but an see, entire like the the 13, the yeah. you know. But he's Ooh. the ultimate grump. He's the ultimate grump, like just yeah. stoic, just I'm unlovable. And oh my God. I was like, this uh, this is too much. I'm I'm getting obsessive and I need to stop. So but so I far, mean, yeah. And the way he cared for her, like it's I I am trash for that like super caretaker like oh my like he I'm I'm not giving anything away by saying this but she hurts herself and <sighs> he won't let her walk <laughs> He's like you he are injured <laughs> you He's will just not carries walk. her around everywhere He's carrying Which, her around everywhere I'm like do it although Okay, and here's where I have to say this. Now, maybe when we when I finish, we can have a more nuanced conversation on this on the next episode. But I want to say this. For me, you know, romance has gone through waves, you know, where the whole term bodice ripper came from the fact that there used to be legit rape scenes in mm-hmm. these romance books. And, you know, thankfully, the genre has moved away from that. But the whole possessive you're mine and i'm yours whole like trope in romance is very appealing but it's hard to do that without being abusive you Mm -hmm. know like it's very um, tricky 
it's tricky, but I feel like Katie Robert did it really well in this book because Hades is very like, you know, possessive of her and he just he becomes consumed by her, but it's he's always asking for her consent, you know, mm-hmm. except for the picking her up where she was like, and she calls him on it. She's like, so you're saying this is my choice. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, well, what about my choice to not be carried around? Like, and he's like, oh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, and I feel like throughout he constantly is making like asking for consent. Like they're both checking in with each other. Like mm-hmm. even when they're at their most, like just, at their highest emotions. I don't know. I I thought, I think it's really hard to balance, you know, that whole possessiveness with Mm -hmm. not being abusive. And I think she did it really well. She did it really well. And he is a consent King. He is constantly, constantly asking for her consent, which is what I I like in this story like this, because they do a lot of, um, things that might you know he doesn't know is this going to make her uncomfortable is this going to you know scare her off is she she's saying she wants to do these things does she really want to do these things and yeah so he's constantly checking in on her and they are constantly renegotiating their relationship and that's that's what it's all about yeah so yeah, I thought it worked really well. So yeah, so far, I just, I, I'm like, I just, I'm desperate to finish it. But at the same time, I don't want it to be done. So I've hit pause on it. I know it's terrible, but you're, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be depressed. I, that's the problem is mm-hmm. I know it's going to ruin me for mm-hmm. everything. And it has, like, I've been trying to read a couple of books and I've failed to really get into them because I'm just, I'm obsessed with this book. And, mm-hmm. um, luckily before I started this one, I finished a few others. Okay, tell me. Because I wanted to, uh, you know, I was just like, let me get through these others. So, because I was, a, I just, I had a feeling that that was just going to become my life. Neon God, mm-hmm. and it did. Neon God became my life. So I did read Olivia Dade, spoiler alert, <gasps> which, <laughs> okay. The thing about this is, I, this is my first Olivia Dade book. And the story is a, woman who has a very like professional job she um i don't know the official title i'm sorry but she basically examines like soil samples and she does like a lot of um like things in geology i don't know if she's a geologist but she ha- she specializes in stuff mm-hmm. like that geology and whatnot in her free time she does cosplay and she writes fan fiction for this um fantasy tv series that has been on for like six years mm-hmm. and the whole time she's kept it from her co-worker because she had to be this professional person well she gets a new job and she decides okay i'm in this new job and i'm gonna be who i am and she posts a picture of herself full face in this cosplay outfit and she's a larger woman she's you know um not a very slender person and she knows it. and the book isn't focused on her losing weight or anything like that she's just like here i am and it goes viral and the lead actor of the series that she's cosplaying for asks her out on a date because he sees all these people being mean to her Mm. and all these dudes being mean to her little does she know he is also a fanfic writer under a a fake name and they've been Mm -hmm. talking for two years 
and they beta each other's stories and they like they talk every day like in direct messages they've never met you've got mail it basically is in the fanfic world now i did not know this until i finished reading it i did not know that the i guess this is based on game of thrones Mm-hmm. And one of the actors, I didn't watch, I, I tried to watch it. I watched the first like four or five episodes and I'm like, this is not for me. If it's <laughs> for you, go on. I'm, you know what? It's fine. Do what you got to do. I, I have no problems with it. It just, it wasn't for me. So I didn't watch it. So I didn't realize it until the acknowledgements when she, I guess she, Olivia Dade says, shout out to that community or whatever, that fanfic community. I didn't know. So I I understood some people's not dislike, but like this is almost like real people fiction, RPF, like the real person fiction, because it's obviously because of this one actor for real. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it like that because I didn't watch Game of Thrones and I have no idea mm-hmm. what they're talking about. Um as a fanfic reader for a long time in the Twilight community, I found all the fan fiction stuff hilarious i mm-hmm. absolutely ate That's it so up fun. with a spoon because it reminded me of those days all the acronyms and the and the um like in jokes and all that stuff it just brought it all back and i it it cracked me up and so i thought this was really cute it's a lot seamier than i realized which you know we're i'm not the first person to say this and i know i'm not going to be the last but can we be done with these illustrated covers because mm-hmm. with these illustrated covers, it could be cute and fun and rom com but you don't know there's some straight up, like, getting railed in the pages. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> these people are like... Like all so of I Tessa Bailey's last series and this one coming up. Like, don't let the, don't let that illustrated cover fool ya. Yes, and it's it's hard. I know that um, Faded Mates does a th- you know they talk about like Jen Reed Jen Reed's romance on Twitter. She will do a lot of threads on these you know mm-hmm. illustrated covers and the disservice that they're doing to the romance community because mm-hmm. the original photograph you know the covers with the actual photographs or even before that when they were like painted covers like mm-hmm. painted artwork there's coding in there so you know what you're getting and you know right. the heat levels and you, but all that's taken away with illustrated covers i was like oh this is probably a rom-com with some you know maybe some open door action but oh no i'm like these people they're like <laughs> they're going for it like i like i said they're like railing each other and i'm like dang <laughs> I wasn't ready. You really so don't know I read what that you're one. getting. No. And I'm like, give me the regular. That's why I like to buy a lot of books on Kindle. Like, especially, um, you know, self-published stuff because their covers are true to what you're, true to what you're getting. And I appreciate Correct. it. So mm-hmm. um, I just want to say enough with the illustrated covers. Just give me, just give me photographs. Let me know what I'm getting. Put If mm-hmm. it's a lot of sex, great. Give me that just. Not even the face of the man, just the chest mm-hmm. of the man. Of and I know though. what I'm getting. Yeah, then I know mm-hmm. I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's going to be cute, then I'll, let me see them holding hands in a field. Fine. That right. Maybe that's what right. I'm like. Fine. Sitting on a park bench. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but right. I, say, so I, I read. Yeah. I think that just one thing about this, I think that people who don't read romance kind of 
don't know the like I can see how if you were trying to like jump in the romance pool, you're like, wait, how do I know what is what? Because a lot of times, too, like you'll see a cover with a couple holding hands and a cute dog and you're like, oh, this will be, you know, a cute romp, like heartwarming, like a Hallmark movie. And then you open it and you're like, (laughs) what? I was not prepared. I know what's going on. It's like I picked this up because I saw a couple walking down the street holding hands with their pup. I didn't expect to see like <laughs> everything. Yeah. And that's the thing is a lot of you know, there are a lot of romance readers that don't like that level of sex on the page. It's that's either right. like closed door or just allude to it, or even they don't want that part of it. And that's mm-hmm. fine. It's everybody does what they you know there's something for everybody but yes it is difficult you know Mm -hmm. when you have these covers that look like ya covers Mm -hmm. and you're like what am i getting in here and so i was not prepared for the i'm not saying i didn't like it fyi but i'm just saying i wasn't prepared for the (laughs) the level in spoiler alert and so there's a there's a specific act that they describe that people on the next one that's coming out all the feels hey shout out the next one that's coming out all the feels i've seen conversations it better have this one act that's described in spoiler alert i'm like at least i know this time going into it what i'm getting i'm intrigued when we when we're done recording you'll have to tell me what this act is yeah i'll text you but don't google it Unless okay. you're on a, unless you're at home. If you're at work, don't Google it. Okay. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> so, okay. So I read spoiler spoiler alert by Olivia Dade, and then I read The Professor Next Door by Jackie Lau, which is part Ooh. three of a series. This is my first Jackie Lau book, and I got it because I saw it on Twitter. Twitter just, I'll buy anything. I'm like, yes. Oh wait, what? So. I saw it through Twitter and it got released, I think, like early this month. And listen, I like a stoic dude. I like a grumpy dude. But I also love a nerd hot dude where they're a nerd. But deep (laughs) down, they'll they're doing some freaky shit. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is. I was like all in. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So it's called The Professor Next Door. Yeah. And so the woman in the story, and now I got to, I feel bad. I should have written this all down. Um, she, she's like, relationships are not for me. I tried one. I lost myself in it. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, it's the Cider Bar Sisters, number three. And I haven't read the first two, but I feel like I need to go back. Um, so Nicole Louis Edwards, who goes by Nick, she is basically like, <gasps> I'm only doing what? I'm Are reading, you reading the it? synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I'm done with relationships. She just has one night stands and she just brings them back to her apartment and does what you know people do. And that's it. She leaves, she sets them on their merry way. Little does she know that her neighbor, who she shares a wall with, the walls are very thin, and he hears it every time. He hears any time that she's getting it on, and he's like, oh, my God. Well, they eventually meet, and now he feels even worse because he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't listen to this. I feel bad. So he keeps trying to go to another room or, like, do something else. Well, 
finally he confesses. He's like, by the way, <laughs> FYI, <laughs> I can hear you every time you bring somebody <laughs> home. And she's like, and you would think that she'd be like, oh, my God, are you serious? What? But instead, she's like, and are you into it? And he's like, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So then they start seeing each other and she thinks he's just, she calls him, he's husband material. She's like, I bet he, well, I'm not going to say the word that she uses, but I bet he does as lovers do. That's the nice way to say it. Like a husband does. Mm -hmm. uh, she's very wrong. He is very <laughs> creative. Let's Undercover. Okay. Yeah. So, of course, you know, then they fall in love. But what I enjoyed about it is, and this is why I need to go back and read the other two, is because uh, throughout the book, Nick refers to her sibling. Um, she keeps saying, um, I think their name is Cam, and she's very specific about using they, them, and their, mm -hmm. and calling them their sibling. And there's a little bit of a, a side story where... Um, Nick and her family do not talk to her mom's sister, her aunt, because of um, being um, hateful against uh, the LBGTQ community, specifically the trans community. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to know, I want to go back and read the first two and see if that's a thread throughout that maybe we know more mm -hmm. about Cam's story beforehand, because I've, I've, I love it. I'm, I'm very much here for the gender representation and the, proper pronoun usage and i was just like you have a fan for life because it was treated very well and i appreciate that aspect of it um and so that was a bonus like yes the book was great it was steamy i loved their story but i that was a bonus and so i'm i'm super into it and i want to try the other two books i and have then, to read that series yes it sounds so a, good yeah it's so far I was I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go back. So and then like we said earlier, uh Miss Katrina Jackson and Office Hours, like you. Delicious. I had it up on my Kindle and I was mm -hmm. like, let me just see what this is about real quick. Uh mm -hmm. four hours later, mm -hmm. I'm frantically texting you, Alejandro. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I text you one part of a paragraph and you wrote, I didn't even, no names, no nothing. And you wrote I knew back what it was, caps. girl. <laughs> I knew what it was. Like, Alejandro. <laughs> yes. That this man. book. That man, Cinnamon that cover. Hero. Oh, man. That, that cover alone, just get it for the cover. Even if you don't read the book, just look at that. Seriously. Dude. But so it's a, um, Professor who's on her tenure track and Alejandro is, they're both doctors and he's already tenured and he has been um, watching her secret. Like she has a crush on him and she just thinks that he is just the end all be all like, oh, you know, but um, what she doesn't know is this whole time he's been crushing on her for like a year and they finally get together and they go out. Now, the whole time I was waiting for the big like dramatic i don't know like the school finding out and like mm -hmm. doing something or like them because it's called office hours for a reason y'all hello <laughs> yes I'm it like, is hello it's so like the whole time i was tense because i mean i didn't teach in college but i i was in public education for 12 years and the thought of doing that on campus like just mm -hmm. i i have to like 
really take myself out of the like separate it because the whole time I'm like somebody's gonna catch you, somebody's gonna catch mm-hmm. you, somebody's gonna. And I, I was like, oh, that that was the only thing that made me nervous is just that whole part of it. Right. But, like, when are they going to get caught? How's it all going to fall apart? Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it was a very sweet story. Very low angst. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of drama like that. It was just him being ridiculously caring and sweet to her and them falling in love. And man, this is a good mm-hmm. one. It's it was so a good. good. One. He yeah. I mean. He's a great book boyfriend, let me tell you. He and he does her right. <laughs> In many yeah, ways. Those suits, man. And I love I, you know what? It's funny because I know it's a book and you're not seeing it, but man, it's it does something when they're talking about him always being in those very tailored, very suits. And then she shows up at his house and he's in sweatpants and oh, a t-shirt. Sweatpants, like, girl. Oh. Listen, I was like. I need it. I need fan art. Somebody draw me Alejandro in some sweatpants. I know, in some gray sweatpants. <laughs> Give the people what they want. For real. And when they go to the cafe and they're just in casual clothes and they're just, no. okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Okay. But yes, Office Hours by Katrina Jackson. It was awesome. Okay. So let me ask you this. What are you planning to read for the next, I don't know, this weekend, next week? So I think what I've got on deck is um, Daring in the Duke by Sarah McLean. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love Sarah McLean. Um, And this series, um, it was, I think the first book was Wicked and the Wallflower and the second was Brazen and the Beast. I love this series. I purposely, this book, Daring the Duke, came out last summer. It came out like this time mm-hmm. last year. I purposely didn't read it because I didn't want the series to end. Yep. She has a new series starting um, and it comes out in August. So I was like, oh, fine. I guess I'll finally say goodbye to the bare knuckle bastards and I'll read this book. So I'm going to read that and I'm sure I'll love it. I'm also going to read Not That Kind of Guy by Andy J. Christopher. I haven't read um, one of her books before, but I do follow her on all social media and I'm obsessed with Mm -hmm. her. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to love this book. Um, It's like an office place romance. And I love an office place romance, like competing coworkers, competing for a promotion, being forced to work together on a project. I freaking love that. Um, So I'm going to read that one. And then also, I cannot wait. So I'm going to ride right into book two of the Sabrina Soul series, <laughs> the um, Delicious Desire series, because I need to know what happens next. I mean, I just loved it so much. And I love this family. And, you know, they it's great. I love that it takes place in L.A. Like they're in a, they're a Mexican-American family. And it's just I just was so delighted by it. I don't think I can <laughs> stop. So by yeah. the time we talk, I probably will finish the series. Okay. Yeah. That'll be exciting. I'm excited. That's what I've that. got on deck. What about you? That's awesome. Okay. So I have the Swedish charade by Jade Sola James, the debut author, the Swedish charade. 
I saw it and I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw it in the description. I was like, I have to have it. And I pre-ordered it and it came through, I think, uh, yesterday or something like that. Um, let me see if I can find it really quickly. So I'm going to read that. And then I've got an advanced reader copy, a couple of advanced reader copies. Um, one is The Bookshop Murder by Marin Allingham. It's um, 1950s cozy mystery in England, bookshop murder. So, of course, I'm into that. And then I got another um, I got another advanced reader copy of um, for Piper Hewley's um, Hughley's new book, Sweet Tea from Hallmark Publishing. It's the one I've been waiting for all year. It's finally here. It's coming out in, in mid-July. So I'm going to start that. And then if I have time, you know. I'll read something quick and dirty on Kindle Unlimited. (laughs) (laughs) Quick and dirty, baby. (laughs) You know, you know how it is. Something that's like 150 pages on Kindle Unlimited. That's a great list. We've got some great books that we've got our eyes on. Let me see. Okay, so this one, the Swedish charade, I want to, I just want to say real quick, it's, it's a fake relationship, which I love a good fake relationship. There's yeah. nothing better. <laughs> so <laughs> there's nothing better. Um, so this the lead character, she, um, she accidentally tags the wrong person in a racy photo, like a like a sex. Ooh. And scandalous. Um, like it's about like the guy who gets it is like this uptight, this uptight dude. And they like try and figure it out and they end up like fake dating. It, it sounded super cute. So I'm in. That's it. That's what I've got going on the next week and a half-ish. Anything that you're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? Um, what am I looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? Um, I talked about what the heck's. And I'm still eagerly anticipating what the heck it comes out um, the first week in July. I think I mentioned Sarah McLean's uh, book bombshell that comes out. Um, It's about like a girl gang. Hello. Yes. Hello. It's a historical about a freaking girl gang. I'm here for it. I love her writing. I love her books. If you're into historicals or you want to get into historicals i think she's a really great author to start with and also she is reading a book a week the summer of sarah mclean her fans are kind of like read rereading her catalog in preparation for her new book that comes out in august Mm. so it would be really fun i would recommend jumping in and reading whatever book they're on for the week and then she answers questions about the book on instagram which is super fun Um, so I am very excited for Bombshell. And then speaking of Andy J. Christopher, she has, um, her book, what is it hot under his collar? I'm super excited for that one too. Cause it's like, what if for all of us Fleabag fans, we need this. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for those that are coming. Those are both coming out in the next couple months. Um, so I'm excited for those too. Do you have anything that's on your radar? So I'm super here for hot under the collar. What, what is it? I want to say it right. Hot under the collar. I think it's, it's on my hot list. under his collar. Yeah. Which I remember when it came out, there was a lot of like 
what he's a priest and this is going to be one of those taboo things but the description makes it very clear that he was only doing it to uh like just like a deathbed Mm -hmm. like to make someone else happy yeah and he's not really into it yeah so i'm into that because you know forbidden and all that yes um that same so that comes out the 20th july 20th uh the week before july 13th is one that you and i are both very excited about which is it happened one summer by tessa bailey (gasps) (laughs) just put it in my veins right now like i just want to take the day off work I me just too. want to take the day off work and just read it and just be like, leave me alone and let me just read this. So that in the same day is Sweet Tea by Piper Hugley. And then I know um, I'm trying to look and see. Well, then we get into August. So I'm going to because, yes, Bombshell comes out in August, but there's a bunch of other ones that come out in August. But I'm going to wait to talk about those until we get a little bit closer. But, yeah, I'm pumped. We got some good stuff coming. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming. So there's so many great books coming out. Um, this is such I mean, this is just such a fun time to be a romance reader. Like, I love summer books coming yeah. out. It's the best for real. So. All right. Well, I mean, we I feel like this was a good one. We covered a lot. We talked about a lot. We talked about a lot of good books. I'm going to try and about- link. Yeah, I'm going to do like I'm going to try and. um link all the books that we discussed and anything else like on the whichwasbetter.com page uh so that way anybody that's interested in any of these can go look they're not affiliate links it's just to make it easier because i know when i'm listening to podcasts and i'm like wait what was that and i write it down i forget but it's so i'm Mm -hmm. like let me let me put them all in one place so where can people find you online thank you for asking you can find me You can find me at all the feels pod on Twitter. Um, and you can listen to my podcast, all the feels wherever you listen to podcasts. We have not recorded in quite some time, but we have a great back catalog for you yeah, they do. to listen to. But honestly, come talk to me on Twitter. I want to talk about romance more. So please come chat with me. I want to hear all your romance thoughts and I want to, be friends so yeah. find me and lisa talking to each other all day on twitter yes seriously and you can find me on twitter at lisa fay co lisa fay co but if you want to follow the pod you can follow the podcast on instagram at twitter which was better and check us out online at which was better.com and thank you thank you everybody that is listening the the first um one more chapter episode we did a couple weeks ago the inaugural inaugural I mean, the first episode, you guys, y'all had such great feedback and y'all loved it and we appreciate it. It meant the world to us because this is something that we very much enjoy and we thank you for all the comments and retweets and support and we will see you next time. So bye. Bye.